This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's talk about negotiations with the BC Teachers Union now. Earlier in the week, I spoke to Glenn Hansman, the president of the BC Teachers Federation. He talked about the union's frustration in trying to get a deal here. The current contract with the teachers union expires at the end of the month. Are we heading back to the barricades here in a fight between the government and the teachers union? Let's get the other side of it now with my guest, Renzo Del Negro. He is the CEO of the BC Pub- Public School Employers Association. He's the lead negotiator for the employer. Renzo, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Mike. Okay, what is the current status of the talks right now? The The current contract ends on June 30th, right? Are you guys still at the table talking? We are still at the table. We have had approximately 50 days uh, at the table as of yesterday, uh, and we continue to have dates right through to the end of June. Why are talks going so poorly? I think it's not that they're going poorly. I think there are various issues that both uh, sides want to deal with, but we're, we're having trouble getting an acknowledgement that the collective agreement belongs to both parties and that the collective agreement has to satisfy the interests of both parties. We're, we're getting a little stuck on that. You have a negotiating mandate from the government, right, that includes a 2% raise each year in a three-year contract. That's what a lot of the other public sector unions have settled for. Uh, is that correct that you guys have got, been told by the government to get a deal along that mandate, right? Yes, we, we have the same mandate that the other public sector unions had, and it is one of the largest mandates we've had in the last 20 years outside of the one from 2006 to 10. This is the largest that we've we've had. Okay, I want to play a couple of clips for you, Renzo, of what the president of the union said to me earlier in the week, Len Hansman. Here is Hansman here talking about how shocked and surprised they were that the government is playing hardball in these talks. Have a listen. We're shocked and surprised given the high profile of our case and the fact that the restoration of teachers' class size language was what triggered the restoration of about 3,700 teaching jobs around the province. And so why... A government, any government, would be trying to go after that very same language when we already had that experience between 2002 and 2016 without it. And we saw how reduced services were to kids across the province. And we saw yeah. what the benefit was over the past two school years of having that language back. And so that's the surprise. Okay, Renzo, he says that they fought all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada and won when the previous Liberal government scrapped their, rolled back their contract. Now he says you guys are trying to roll it back again. Yeah, I think there's a bit of a misconception there. What the Supreme Court determined is that they had the right to bargain the language, and they weren't going to rule on on the merits of the language and that it needed to be bargained. We had a two-year consultation process with our members, and what they told us was that the language doesn't work. They spend more time trying to get the language to work or to be in compliance with it than they do focused on providing supports to students, and they find it discouraging and, are, and a bit disheartened that it's come down to this. Uh, the language was requ- the, was impl- put back required uh, government to fund additional resources so that it didn't create the disruption that it would have created had districts had to reconfigure to meet the language. Uh, so 
in, in our view, okay. it's a bit uh, disingenuous to suggest that the language is what provides services to the system. Districts that did not have language continued to provide service. They just, in some ways, we say they were able to be more responsive because they were able to meet the needs of both students and teachers because they could direct the resources where they needed to and not where they're forced to by the agreement. Okay, can you boil it down into some understandable language for, for people out there so they can understand what the issues are? Let's say parents who got kids in the system. Like you heard the, the union president there talk about class size. Are, is the employer looking for larger class size? Is that what the, the stumbling block is here? Uh, it seems to be a stumbling block over miscommunication because we are not seeking larger class sizes. What we are seeking is the employer and the local parties being able to sit down and determine where best to put those resources. The proposal that we put on the table was not read in its totality. It did have class sizes that were more akin to the School Act, but it also included a fund where the local parties could determine if they wanted to lower their class sizes or provide alternate supports based on the needs of the students in their community. So it's, it was not quite accurately described. Class sizes currently sit as low as they ever have, and there's no intention to, to increase them, and there's no intention to remove any resources from the system in terms of what are currently being used to hire teachers. Okay, I'm speaking to Renzo Del Negro. He's the chief negotiator for the government side here in these uh, stalled contract talks with with the teachers' union. Renzo, let me play another clip for you from Glenn Hansman, the president of the union. You'll hear him here say make some uh, demands on on your side that he says basically you got to take everything off the table that you've put on the table and essentially start over. Have a listen. Teachers certainly aren't in a position where we're going to be willing to accept something that's worse than what we currently have. And so, you know, really the pressure is on government to yank its proposals off the table and have a more respectful conversation around how we could identify gaps that are in the system, fill some of those holes without taking away direct supports from kids in any school district. Renzo, what do you say to him? I say it's a curious statement because the whole purpose of bargaining is to have a discussion around each other's proposals and why they've put them there. By virtue of the fact that he's suggesting that we have to take our proposals off the table, he suggested they're not interested in the employer's issues at the table, and that's a bit disconcerting for us. Uh, with respect to the gaps that he mentioned, I think they're perpetuating the myth that services are tied to collective agreement language. Collective agreements are terms and conditions of employment, and they provide minimums. Boards of education go beyond those minimums, and where they don't, it's because that's not where their priority service areas are. How much would the teachers' union's demands cost? Like, if you guys gave everything the union's asking for, how much would it cost? Well, we've estimated that their their proposals would require approximately uh, 30% more teachers, uh, not even including the space that would be required for that. We've estimated that it would be around a billion dollars. <laughs> a billion dollars? My goodness. Well, at 30%, you have a workforce of almost 30,000 plus, between 30 and 40,000, 30% more at a total compensation of 100,000 to hire a teacher, it gets, uh, it gets up there. Okay, bottom line here is, are we heading for a strike? What's going on here? You know, I think it's always premature to use the word strike. I mean, it's June. It, we're, we're coming up on June 30th. We have the summer. BCPC is a 12-month operation. We're prepared to work through the summer. Uh, you know, even if we don't have a contract by the fall, nothing prevents the parties from continuing to work on this. As long as the parties start to acknowledge that there's a, 
there's issues that need to be resolved for both parties, I think we can get there without any, without any service interruption. Renzo, thank you for coming on. Okay, thank you, Mike. All right, it's Renzo Del Negro. He's the lead negotiator for the government side in these teacher talks. I don't know. This sounds like these talks not going well.